Hey guys, you know what I love the most and what I think other girls love too is when my guy comes at the same time that I do. But that rarely happens and that's because there really is an orgasm gap. Women take just a little bit longer to come than guys, but there is a solution to that problem and that is promescence delay spray. Now, I know what you're thinking, delay spray. I don't have PE, but <laughs> their delay spray is not just for guys with PE. It is for any guy who wants to last a little longer in bed without having to worry about it. And that's because it is not going to totally numb you out and it will not transfer to your partner. And for your partner, they have a whole line of women's products. I use their warming gel. That's what I always recommend. They also sell lube and condoms. They have supplements that are going to make you both hornier and stronger. It's called Vitaflux. They have everything you need for a really hot night of sex. I love Promescent products. But don't just take it from me. Over 2,000 medical professionals recommend them too. So go get yourself some. Go to delayspray.com to get everything you need. That's delayspray.com. They have a money back guarantee. There's free shipping and your package is going to arrive discreetly. So no one's going to know what the F you bought. (laughs) Thanks, Promescent, for sponsoring my show. Welcome to the Strictly Anonymous Podcast. Conversations with online strangers. We place ads online. Craigslist is definitely the gift that keeps on giving. Real people respond. You go to Singapore or Thailand. You can't not do it. The temptation is just too much. Real problems. Does your friend know that you're banging her? No, he has no idea. And anything goes. Motto of the show, let your Greek flag fly. Probably the only good advice I'll ever give you is to rehide your whips and chain. Here is your host, Kathy. Hey, welcome to the Strictly Anonymous Podcast with Kathy. If you haven't followed me yet on Instagram or Twitter, make sure to follow me. I am at Strict Anonymous on both Instagram and Twitter. That's at Strict Anonymous. If you're listening on any podcast app and you could follow me, make sure to follow my show and then just my episodes will just pop up in your phone. That's what I do. I follow all the shows I like. If you can, give me five-star review. If you love my show, give me a five-star review. That really helps. If you want to be on this show... I am always looking for people to call in. It's called Strictly Anonymous because everybody's anonymous on the show because I change everybody's voices. Not one of the voices that you hear is real. If you heard the real voices, you wouldn't even fucking believe. (laughs) You'd be like, oh my God, they sound like chipmunks. (laughs) Because I change everyone's voices. And sometimes when I'm changing them, you know, when I'm editing it, I go back and take off the change just to make sure it's, you know, different enough. And I'm always like, oh my God, they sound so weird. Actually, the regular voices sound so much weirder than the fake voices. (laughs) So if you want to come on the show, remain anonymous, tell your story send me, you could send me an email, strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com. You could go to my website, strictlyanonymouspodcast.com and click on be on the show. Or you could follow me on Instagram and Twitter at strictanonymous and DM me there. Or you could call my anonymous hotline and leave a short confession if you want. I change the voices on my anonymous confessions as well. I air those on my Patreon. The number is 347-420-3579. That's 347 420 Three 
1-800-273-5579. A lot of people who want to be on the show call over there and give me like their story, which I don't mind. It's not so bad. It's kind of like an audition. So if you want to do that, you could do that as well. All the information on where to contact me, email me, call the confessions line. That's all in the description. So today I have on Robert. Robert and his wife are both gamers. And I remember finding it so interesting because he was like, oh, you know, my wife cheated on me with a guy she met inside a game. You know, like people that play, like gamers, like, you know, my son plays on his Roblox and he's talking to people. You know, you meet people inside there. (laughs) She like wound up cheating on him. But what happened afterwards is super interesting. The first time he caught her, it was just like an emotional affair. They worked on their relationship and then he caught her again, kind of like, doing something else with somebody. And in that time, he had started to turn that jealousy of her having an affair with somebody else into something that he was turned on by. So by the time he caught her the second time, he was kind of like, let's like just do this in real life. Like you don't understand. Like I'm kind of into it now. I'm not so mad. And the way he got her to be down with the scenario, because she wasn't down at first, is super interesting. You're going to have to listen to find out. But it was a very creative, interesting way to get her to be okay with the whole cuckold hot wife scenario. Because like he mentioned this, and I've heard it before, and I think it makes sense that if you can tell your wife like, oh, you could like fuck another guy. And I want you to do it. Most people would be leery and distrustful about that. And they really wouldn't believe that this is okay. So she was really like, "Uh uh-uh, I'm not going to do it. But he got her down for it. And then they started playing with others. And he explains how great it was. He explains some specific scenarios with some bulls that they found. And he talks about how it has really helped his marriage. I've heard that before. So so anyway, you're going to have to hear his whole story. It's super interesting. I'm going to be right back on with Robert. This is the Strictly Anonymous Podcast. Uh, Hi, Robert. Welcome to the Strictly Anonymous Podcast. How are you this morning? I'm good. Thank you. So Robert, I'm good. So Robert... You have a hot wife. Yes. You are one. You want to call in and talk about, you know, how you opened up. You both of you opened up about this to each other, which makes me assume that it happened in the middle of your marriage or later on, not right from the get go. And then, you know, how you guys have navigated through the lifestyle. So how long have you been married to your wife? Like, what's your backstory? Were you always a super vanilla couple and then you decided to go into the lifestyle? Yeah, been married for 10 years. Mm-hmm. Um, we've been together for a total of almost 15. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it was it was very vanilla. I mean, I knew what a cuckold and all that stuff was. I didn't know what a hot wife was. I didn't really have any interest or secret fantasies about it or anything like that. I, I, you know, I watched normal porn and all that kind of stuff. And, and things were just very... Vanilla. <laughs> yeah, that's a yeah. vanilla word. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it was like that for the first, I want to say, maybe three years of our marriage. Mm-hmm. And she was always the type of person that was, you know, you better never cheat on me. I'm never going to cheat on you. Very into monogamy. Yeah. Uh-huh. And she would occasionally, you know, check my computer or something and see if I was doing something I shouldn't be doing or that sort of thing. I never really checked up on her. Let me ask you Uh, this. Was she checking 
because she had suspicion that you were doing something? Were you doing something? Anything ever? Or were you fully no, monogamous? No, I, I was I was fully monogamous. Okay, interesting. And she just had some bad past experiences. Totally with, understand. Uh, previous yeah. boyfriends. Mm -hmm. So but and she didn't check it a lot. She just would occasionally check it, you know. Yeah, I get it. That tough that definitely comes from baggage. Like, you know, if somebody has been with someone, whether it's a man or a woman, that cheated on them prior to unfortunately that does go with you a little bit so you might the next person might have to take a little bit longer to win your trust yeah. or work a little harder to win your trust so anyway she was the type that sometimes was looking but you weren't doing anything no so we were just living our, our normal life and we actually we went on vacation we went to like disney world i think maybe a cruise i'm not sure but we got back and and things just seemed to be kind of off like, I, I would say that I, I loved her and would try to kiss her and stuff, and she just didn't seem much into it, and I wouldn't say that she loved me back, and it kind of raised a red flag, and so I, I started to snoop on her computer and see what was going on. Oh, interesting. Uh, I didn't see this twist coming. <laughs> yeah, and I, I discovered that she wasn't having an actual, like, what normal people would consider an affair, but... Uh -huh. She was having kind of an emotional affair yeah. with one of her online friends. Mm -hmm. so, and that just completely shook and destroyed me. So, And listen, I think uh, that that's more common now because of Facebook and all that stuff. I'm sure that has happened to a lot of people. And it's just as bad to me, if not maybe worse <laughs> than like just sex. You know, if you, someone just like fucked an escort and they never talked to them again. That's one thing. But if somebody's constantly behind your back. Right. And that's kind of what went through my head. Mm -hmm. it just, like I said, it just destroyed me. And I was sitting there and I was thinking and I was like, you know, why couldn't she have just had a regular physical affair and mm -hmm. had sex with some other guy and and. I was like, why did she have to, you know, develop feelings and fall in love with someone else? That's what I mean. Yeah. Me. Mm -hmm. and it just, like I said, it just destroyed. So, Could I ask you a question about that little emotional affair? Was it somebody that was from her past? I mean, how, where did you see this information and what kind of emails or DMs did you come across? Like what was going down between them? Both me and my wife are heavy into playing PC games. And uh -huh. so she plays a lot of online games with a lot of online guys. She likes to. Oh, uh, she's a gamer. With, oh, this is like a gamer guys. thing. I, no. That's interesting. Uh huh. So she she had been talking to this guy almost you know every day and playing games together. And sometimes they would you know queue up and watch movies and stuff at the same time. They'd be in different locations, but they'd be doing the same thing. And so it was kind of like you know like a date kind of thing. And. Mm -hmm. So that's what they were doing. And so then I, when I discovered that, I kind of, you know, I read through and, and discovered all this and confronted her about it. And so she said she had fallen out of love with me and went through some counseling. And, and I was really trying to work with, you know, what happened. How did things change? And, and she brought up things that I had been doing that she didn't like and, and that she never told me about. And then, you know, that the, the sex had become boring and wasn't doing anything for her anymore and all that kind of stuff. Good news. Strictly Anonymous Podcast is looking for people to call into the show. So if you lead an interesting, naughty secret life that you want to talk about while remaining anonymous or not anonymous, if you're out and proud, that's cool too. 
send me an email, strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com. That's strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com. Or go to my website, strictlyanonymouspodcast.com and click on be on the show. If you have a short confession that you want to get off your back, call my confessions hotline, 347-420-3579. That's 347-420-3579. You could call that number 24-7. I change all the voices on the confessions too, so you remain anonymous. The number, the website, and the email address will all be in the description. Love Honey is the world's biggest online sex toy store, and they have something for everybody. Every kind of sex toy you can imagine, they have it. One of their favorite brands is the world-famous Womanizer line of clit-sucking toys, okay? (laughs) And it is famous strictly by word of mouth and friend recommendations because it is that good. And I'm going to recommend it to you right now because I just got my Womanizer Premium too. And let me tell you, I cannot hold out more than five minutes with that thing. The feeling is unbelievable. They use a patented pleasure air technology to get you off. And trust me, it feels like nothing you've ever felt before. No tongue or vibrator can do what the Womanizer Premium 2 can do. So go get yourself one now. Go to lovehoney.com and you're going to want to go now because they are having a huge Black Friday sale. It runs all the way through November 30th. Most of their products are going to be 60% off. But if what you want to buy is not on sale, use my code STRICTLY20 for 20% off. That's lovehoney.com. Go there now because most of their products are 60% off. And again, if your product isn't 60% off, use my code STRICTLY20 for 20% off. That's STRICTLY20. Use it at lovehoney.com. Thanks, Love Honey, for sponsoring this episode. What, hi, what were like some of the little things that you were doing that she was like really bothering her, creating that wedge between you guys that she never brought up? I, it wasn't really anything big. It was just kind of like the way I would walk up to her and try to kiss her or something. Like she didn't like the way I did that or, or it'd be something I said or... Listen, I'm asking because, listen, voice. I'm asking because I don't expect it to be any big thing. I'm asking because it's such important information to other people out there because this is right. not, like I said, something that isn't common. And I think ex- all the things that your wife threw at you, probably if other wives were listening, would be like, yeah, that I fucking can't stand that shit too. You know, after you're with someone for a long time, even the little things, they could add up. Like yeah, this it was just happens. a l- bunch yeah. of little, a little pet peeves that just started to degrade on her over, over all the years that mm-hmm. she just never wanted to bring up because she didn't want to, you know, she didn't think it was a big deal or, or whatever, but. Right. But then she couldn't fucking stand you. <laughs> right. <laughs> oh my God. So, but, you know, I, I changed what I was able to change. You know, I mean, no one's going to, no one can really expect someone else to change, but, you know, I think if somebody wants to change, then that's perfectly acceptable. So. I listened to what was bugging her and I, I tried to do my best to modify or cut out that behavior as best I could. And I, I think I did pretty good. But then it, when it came to the bedroom, there wasn't really all that much I could do. Like, mm-hmm. I, I would I would sit there and I would try to, you know, I, I went to the 
you know, sex shop and I bought several toys and I knew that she kind of likes the idea of, you know, the Dom sub kind of 50 shades kind of thing. And, and, uh, in our relationship, she's kind of the more dominant one mm-hmm. and, but she likes the idea of being dominated and I would try on occasion, but it was, it was almost comical in a way. <laughs> Because she's kind of got that, you know, that brattiness where she, yeah. you, you try to be dominant when she's the dominant one, and she's just gonna be like, "Oh, really? This is what we're trying to do today, huh?" And then, you know, you couldn't, get, you couldn't out dom her. Yeah. Uh-huh. So, so it was, it was kind of comical, but you know, I, I tried as many things as I could, mm-hmm. but there just wasn't really much. I kept talking to her and trying to find out, you know what secret fantasy she had or what she thought about during sex or you know, what I could do to spice things up. And she was always just, oh, no, nothing. You know, I, I don't fantasize about anything. I only think of you. I'm sitting there thinking in my head, well, that's that's a bunch of bullshit. <laughs> nobody, <laughs> nobody just thinks about their partner all the time, every time. That's just not how that works. But she just, you know, she wouldn't open up about any fantasies or any ideas. Yeah. And so it, it made things difficult. And I just kept trying, trying new things, trying to spice things up as best I could. I was like, well, what would she like? I was like, well, you know, I'm, I think obviously she would probably like, you know, a bigger dick or, you know better longer lasting and it's like well that's not really in the realm of possibility for me i can't just make my dick bigger she you know, said that she came to you and said that or that's what you were thinking that's what i was thinking okay and i was i was like you know i can't just make my dick bigger or whatever mm-hmm. that, that stuff doesn't work so that's not possible i was like really the only way that that would feasibly happen is if she had sex with someone else and so then I started thinking, it was like, well, you know, like threesomes, would I be okay with that? And it was like another girl she's not into. And I'm a pretty rational person. I know my own kind of abilities and I could barely please one woman. I knew two women would just, you know, go home both unhappy. Oh my goodness. So. You have low self-esteem. Stop, Robert. You're just <laughs> always putting yourself down. No wonder why she got turned off by you. <laughs> anyway, go on. So, but, uh, so I knew that the two women wasn't feasible, but I was like two guys that would I be okay with something like that? Mm-hmm. And I thought about it and I was like, yeah, I, I really wouldn't mind. Um, so I was like, well, I don't think she would ever go for that. And I, I think I made a couple suggestions and she turned me down and was like, no, that's not something I want. And so I just kind of like, okay. And, and just kept trying my best and then one day i was just i was in my my own little like computer room doing my own thing and i I, she was in the living room and and i hear uh kind of like sex noises Mm -hmm. and i was like okay well is she watching a tv show like sometimes she'd watch game of thrones or something with one of her you know guy friends that she would play with and i was like no that's that sounds like those moans are coming from my wife Oh, okay. Interesting. And so I, I just sat there and I listened for a little bit and I was like, yep, that, that sounds like my wife. So I was going to try to sneak out there all, all quiet and, and see if I could kind of catch her in the act, but I knew that wouldn't happen because squeaky floors. Mm-hmm. So I just kind of was like, well, you know, F it. And I just kind of almost sprinted out to the living room and looked over at her, her recliner and she's got her hand in the cookie jar, just going to town on herself while having a uh, phone call conversation with one of her friends 
and was oh. like, what are you doing? <laughs> oh my goodness. There she goes. Again. And so she turned red as a tomato and was like, Oh my God. And just, you know, hang up the, you know, the, the phone it wasn't really a phone. It was a you know, computer app. So she just had a headset on, but so she, she shut that off and stood up and immediately came over and gave me a big kiss and was just overly affectionate. Oh. And she thought she was really in the doghouse. <laughs> I think she, yeah. Oh my God. And so I, you know, I kept trying to prod and figure out, you know, are, are you having phone sex? Is that what I, you know, kind of walked in on? And, and she was, she does this thing where she has a, like a very bad lie. Like we both know what the truth is, but she just, We'll be like, oh no, never, not me. I, I, I would never do something like that. Yeah. (laughs) So that's what she was doing, and she was just blowing it off, and and the whole thing was really turning me on, and this becomes something over over several years. I guess I should have mentioned that, like about two or three years passed from her catching the affair. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, and this time, so think she's been you know flirting and i had had this thought in my head of her having sex with other people and and it just turned into this like you know hot scenario would, as opposed to like jealousy yeah so mm-hmm. i'm I mean, turned into kind of like almost wanting her to be my own personal porn star like every time i would watch porn anymore you know i used to watch just normal porn and there'd be beautiful women doing sexy things and and then once I started having these these thoughts of my wife being with other people, then suddenly every time I was watching porn, it didn't matter who the porn star was. It was suddenly like, what if that was my wife? And you start picturing her in all these different scenarios. Mm-hmm. And so that's kind of how that developed for me over several years. And so I caught her with her hand in the cookie jar. That was it like was a little bit of a very, porn. That was like your fantasy coming true. Yeah, it was. It was like, wow, this is this is pretty hot. This is you know the closest I think I would have ever got. And so I sat down and I was talking with her about it, and I was like, you know, just so you know, I'm not mad. I'm actually, you know, quite excited and glad that you're having fun, and would love to know more about it. She just blew me off, like, no, no, no you're crazy. <laughs> I'm not doing nothing. So I told her, you know, as as long as you're upfront with me, you tell me. It's like, I'm, I'm really not going to get mad and I would be okay with whatever you wanted to do. And she just kind of blew me off. So then I knew she didn't like, you know, she doesn't like porn. So I couldn't just like start showing her some cuckold or hot wife porn or whatever and have her be into it. So I decided, you know, I, I write fairly well and I know that she likes to read these romance novels. So I was like, I'm going to try my hand and I'm going to write her this big elaborate kind of story so i sat down one day and i spent about six hours and just typed out a story about you know me and her going to a hotel and me trying my aunt at being dominant and having her you know put on a blindfold and do what she's told or she would be spanked and disciplined and she would be a little snarky and bratty and the whole thing was from her perspective everything was what she could see what she could think Eventually, it got to the part where room service showed up, and I got rid of them and then told her to get on her knees and start performing sexual acts, and she started to take notice. She's like, well, my husband's dick seems a bit bigger than normal, and this and that, and then as things progressed, then she realized, oh, this is not my husband. He's got no chest hair, and his belly's disappeared, and blah, 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 and then started to feel guilty and afraid and what should I do and should I stop or do I want to go through with it 
her character went through with it and they had amazing sex and I wrote about all the sex and then afterwards I was like, well, what did you think of my story? And she was, she was like, I, it surprised me, but it was really good. And she was all embarrassed and I was like, well, what was your favorite part? And she was like, well, basically everything you wrote by what the character was thinking was exactly what I was thinking. Mm-hmm. And so she was very into that. And I was like, everything, like feeling guilty and feeling like a slut, but wanting to go through with everything anyways and wanting him to come inside you and all that stuff. And she's like, yeah, everything. I wanted I wanted it all. So then that's when I had the, the full come to Jesus talk with her. And I was like, well, you know, I wanted this to be a sexy story, something to spice up our sex life. I was like, but also this is like my ultimate fantasy of watching you have sex with somebody else. And I would really be okay with it if you did. And so that's when she really started to open up to the idea. Let me tell you, Robert, I got to give you props. I've never heard of the solution to a problem before like this one, but what a great idea. And then what a hot scenario you threw out there. I don't know if you still write erotica, but you should probably like sell that to other women. <laughs> Actually, you know, over over the course of the whole going vanilla to her becoming a hot wife, I actually wrote her four separate stories. Oh, you did? And the second story was is to this day her favorite story. What did you um, did you ever think to put those out there? Not really. My wife had, you know, kind of mentioned that I should, but Are you here because you love hot stories? (laughs) Well, I know where you could find a ton more hot stories, and that is on the Dipsy Stories app. Dipsy is an app full of hundreds of short, sexy audio stories. No matter what you're into or what floats your boat, Dipsy has something for you. Whether you're into straight stories or queer stories, threesomes and moresome stories, you're gonna find it on Dipsy. There are literally hundreds of stories to choose from and they release new content every week. So there's always more to explore. They also have sleep stories, wellness sessions, and written stories to choose from. And they also have, which is my favorite feature, a jump to the action button. So if you're really busy and you just want to get right to it because you're super horny, you just press the button and it's going to take you right to where the action starts. So what are you waiting for? Go get Dipsy. And for listeners of the show, Dipsy is offering an extended 30-day free trial when you go to dipsystories.com slash strictly anon. That's 30 days of full access for free when you go to D-I-P-S-E-A stories.com slash strictly anon. Dipsystories.com slash strictly anon. Or just go to the description, click on the link, and your free trial is gonna be activated. Thanks, Dipsy, for sponsoring this episode. So basically, we just kept we writing kept stories. Mm-hmm. And well, she was she was very kind of unsure that, you know, I, I found, you know, because I kind of I joined this online forum with basically about people either with hot wives or hot wives themselves. Mm-hmm. If I could shamelessly plug that, it's it's ourhotwives.org. Okay, our uh-huh. hot wives wives plural dot org wives yeah, yes correct. okay my handle on that is pufferfish is uh, my avatar and i've 
written my entire story from start to finish on there and even a couple pictures of my wife that she felt like sharing but anyway so i was writing on that and getting some advice and trying to advance the situation without being pushy or saying something wrong or you know that sort of thing and i decided to write her the second story and it was a lot less of the, you know, general surprise, you're having sex with somebody who's not your husband kind of angle, and just kind of more focused on the general, we're going to meet this guy, she's going to have sex with him while husband watches and all this. And she was more into that story than she was the first story. Oh, yeah. I had been kind of prodding for a couple years at this point, because I had gotten vasectomy about five years prior. And so she went off birth control and, and, and all that. And I was like, well, you know, you could get back on birth control and it might make your periods and your cramps a little, you know, less severe and all that. And she didn't want to, she was like, I don't see any point of that. But like the day after I wrote her that second story, suddenly she's like, I was thinking maybe I should go to the doctor and talk to them about some birth control. Cause both stories involve when the guy finished to just finish inside her. Oh, okay. And <laughs> and so I was like, okay, well, you know, whatever you want. So listen, she, don't uh, let the shy ones fool you. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, the, hardcore. The She's wrote, hardcore. <laughs> day after I wrote that second story, she made an appointment and uh, went and talked to the doctor and, and came back home with IUD birth control. And I was like, well, maybe you want to just sit down and go to our dating profile and set one up and start chatting with local guys and seeing if there's anything that you want to do. And I was expecting a little pushback, but she's like, okay. <laughs> so she just, that day she set up a dating profile and spent the next week or two just kind of doing that. And she kept talking to different guys and flirting. And eventually she found one guy that we were going to go, or she was going to go meet and have coffee with and see if, there was any interest in him becoming a real life friend with benefits. Mm -hmm. So we went and the day before and we kind of did some recon and scoped out, made sure we could find the, the coffee stand and then took her to the mall and picked out a brand new outfit and, some, you know, perfume and that sort of thing. And she got her nails done and all very into it. And she wanted me to go with her to the coffee date, but not actually go with her. So basically I just drove her and then sat in the car and we didn't know how long she was going to be. She ended up having coffee with the guy and then walking through the local park. And I sat in the car for almost two hours before she finally texted that he was going to walk her back to the car. And so then he walked her back to the car and they had a little kiss and she told me all about it and how weird and awkward it was to kiss somebody that wasn't me, but how insanely turned on and excited she was. We went home and had amazing sex. And she went on a couple more dates with him before she was ready to take the actual plunge into becoming a hot wife. And so after the couple of dates, she told me that she was ready. We I made the hotel reservations and I just went crazy for the next week in anticipation of everything. And I, I talked with her kind of explicitly about how we hoped it would go and everything. And there was a couple kind of suggestions that I really wanted to watch her do. Basically one, one suggestion was that I wanted to be there to watch it. 
Yeah. And she was okay with that. But she was a little, she was still kind of unsure, like that I was really serious because it's kind of a common fear. That's what I was getting at with the whole forum thing mm-hmm. is that a lot of these wives, when you, you come to them with this revelation that you have fantasies of watching them with someone else, that their like first initial reaction is this is a trap. He's trying to trick me. Yes. I think any woman, you know, you you don't, it's not like it's too good to be true because it's not like you're hoping that that's the case, but it's like, you don't believe that there exists a guy that wants to hear that somebody else is better than them or has a bigger dick or they want to fuck somebody else. Like, you know what I mean? It would be really afraid to go there. You really got to make sure your guys really, you know, because it's not the norm. Right. Yeah. And, and actually a lot of them, they, they think that it's, like I said, it's a trick that, uh, well, he won't, he wants me to sleep with someone else just so he could go out and sleep with someone else. I see what you're saying. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. And so, or that, you know, he's, he's trying to get me in trouble so that he can divorce me or something crazy like that. So she wasn't entirely sure that I would actually like it. Like I thought I would like it. So she was kind of unsure of having me be there, but that was something I really wanted. And another thing I really wanted was um, before he actually, you know, would have him put his dick in her that she would look at me and ask me, you know, one more time if, if I was sure. And, and then I, you know, reassure her and tell her I was before she took the initiative. Oh, so wait, that was a part of the hot scenario for you, her being unsure about it? Her verifying that it was kind of, kind of a last, kind of a last checkpoint, last chance to kind of call things off, point of no return kind of thing. Mm -hmm. Somehow Um, you like that being there though. Yeah. Interesting. Okay. and, And so when the, the day of the hotel visit came, I had, we, we kind of set up a new ritual that has become kind of commonplace is, you know, I, I kind of, I help trim up her vagina and shave it and present it and, you know, perfectly and just the way I like it and help her brush her hair and help her pick out her outfit and all that kind of stuff, help get her ready. Mm-hmm. And so I helped get her ready and she wanted to drink a little bit before she got to the hotel. So we got her some, excuse me, and got her some alcohol and I drove her to the hotel and then we, we sat there and, and waited and wondered if he was actually going to show up because and, and that's kind of something you don't really hear about in this lifestyle is how often uh, the other guy just flakes out and doesn't show. Oh, really? That's a common thing? Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I would did, think that so most guys would be fucking running to the place where they're going to fuck some other guy's wife. Free sex. Right. No strings and attached. You would think. You would think. <laughs> you would think that would be the case. Yeah. But, and actually, you know, since then, there's been several guys that my wife has, has talked to and, and tried to hook up with and they just flake out and they don't show Interesting. Uh huh. But so he showed up and she was kind of in disbelief that he showed up and she was still very scared and unsure. But that, that it lasted for all of 30 seconds before she had his pants off and his dick in her mouth. And it was uh, it was amazing, quite frankly, to watch all that. And then, like I said, how I wanted to have her basically straddle the guy and, and double check with me and make sure everything was good to go that she could. Uh, consummate it and so she uh, slid down on his 
cock and they were having sex while I was watching. And it was the point of no return. And it was like, I'm assuming the hottest thing. I mean, that's top of the mountain for you right there. And maybe for your girl, because she had always been doing this kind of stuff probably behind your back. Not having the actual sex, but, you know, teetering there with her little phone sex stuff that she was doing and all that kind of good stuff, right? Yeah. And and I loved having, you know, watching her as she would, you know, occasionally look over at me and get embarrassed and giggle and laugh and, you know, clearly having a great time and watching her orgasm. And it was, it was wonderful. And Mm -hmm. he was, you know, I mean, he was, he was a stud. He lasted a real long time. It wasn't all fairy tale and, and perfect. He did, he did stop about after like 20 minutes of going bareback in her. He did stop. He was like, Oh, I wife's rule. I got to wear a condom. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I was like, okay, whatever. So he, he stopped and put on a condom and resumed and, but, by the time he finished, when he pulled out of her, there there was no condom there anymore. So somewhere along the line came off inside her and he ended up coming inside her anyway. So And you liked that. And your wife was into that. I mean, that was a part of your storytelling and in your stories. Right. Yeah. And and that's that's my absolute favorite moment of all this is to watch that. Mm-hmm. And she says that that's also her favorite moment as well. So um so that's that's our favorite part. But yeah, so, but something I was thinking about before, I wasn't really sure if I was going to, wanted to actually go through with it or if it was just kind of a hot fantasy of mine, but I was like, well, you know, maybe I could, you know, lick her, her pussy out afterwards. And this was the first time that she'd done this. And after he left, I, you know, laid down with her and I was fingering her and she was just super into it. And I was like, oh, fuck it, you know, whatever. And I just went down and started eating her out. And then she just grabbed me by my hair and pulled me into her as hard as she could and just came super hard. And so that's become kind of, you know, our second favorite part of all this too. So, Mm -hmm. and then I, I reclaimed my wife and had sex with her right there. And, but I was so excited. I didn't last very long, but uh, it was still amazing sex for her. It just wasn't all me. (laughs) Right. You had a little help. Yeah, which again, I I think is nice too, because like like you pointed out, I you know I have some self esteem issues. So one thing I really like is to know that she's pleased and happy, and I don't I don't always feel confident in my own abilities. So having that kind of assistance really helps a uh, sense of relief, kind of like I don't have to worry so hard about trying to please her because I know she's very pleased. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. So that was your first time. Now, did you start seeing that guy? Did he become your bull? Yes. She, he's the one that we, or that she saw for pretty much the last year. Mm-hmm. Um, he called things, well, he didn't really so much call things off as he just started having a bunch of life issues pop up and then him started canceling. And so she kind of called things off with him. But so, but yeah, he was he was around for the better part of a year anyways. Mm-hmm. They would meet. They would meet every two weeks or maybe once a month if if one of them had some reason or another that they had to call things off. Right. But I was always able to be there and watch, so that was always really nice. And so then, what did you do? I mean, I'm assuming this became a lifestyle for you guys. Oh yeah, yeah. And this right after he left the first time, while we were still at the the hotel, we just 
kind of sat there and, and talked and told each other how amazing it was and how much we loved and trusted each other. And, and it, it actually brought us closer together than any, any other point in our relationship. Yeah. Interesting, right? Yeah. And it was very, uh, I don't know, self-actualizing or something. It just, you know, it felt like, you know, pretty amazing that we had no secrets from each other. We didn't have to hide anything. We could talk about our fantasies without worrying about scaring the other person off. Yeah. Interesting. And was it even interesting to you for you to like, because it seems like you didn't even know before she cheated on you and this whole thing happened that this was something that you were into. It just kind of evolved. And now yeah, here it, you it are. Yeah, it wasn't anything, anything I ever even thought about. I, I never, like I said, I, I knew about cuckolding. I may have even watched a, you know, a, a porno of it or whatever. I just... I didn't think anything of it. It didn't really, really do anything for me mm-hmm. at the time. Yeah, it wasn't. It wasn't until all this happened that it was kind of like, well, how did how did that happen? That that switch get flipped in my brain. Yeah, but now you you even learned more about yourself, not just about your relationship. It wasn't just about you guys being who you are with each other, but also maybe you coming really into your own and figuring out who you really are. But yeah, so she had a she had a really great time that that first time, and. So then we went home and we were getting all excited for the next time. But uh, that guy, we called him Kay in, in our story on, on the forum and everything. But he had a wife and, you know, he, he said that she was knowing about all this going on and was okay with it. We don't really know for certain whether that's true or not true. Didn't really care to find out one way or the other. Just kind of took him at his word. But he, he would come up with a lot of this, that, and the other thing kind of excuses for why he, he couldn't show up, you know, certain days or, yeah. So while she was waiting for him to, you know, be available, she started talking with another guy on, uh, on that dating site. Um, What's and, the dating uh, site? Ourhotwives.com. That's like the dating site to the oh, forum. That, no, that's, that's the forum that yeah, I yeah. used to kind of talk about my story. Uh, the, the dating site that she was using was just okay. Cupid. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, would she put face shots on there or was it like body shots looking for action? I mean, because OkCupid is to me like a dating app that you could just meet people to date. Not so much. Oh, it's not like a fet life where you're going in like I want a threesome. But were you guys on there like we're a hot wife and a cock and we're looking for a bull? More or less. We put on there outright that uh, it, it was her profile, but that I know about it and would probably you know check or or uh, you know edit things or something but that she was on there looking specifically for a friend with benefits and that there would be and she's no married and her husband and, knows so basically yeah. everyone knows what the fuck that means <laughs> yeah okay. so but, and then it, it had a, a couple body shots and then she picked because they have to have like a face picture so she had like kind of a dark room kind of distant picture of herself that mm-hmm. she felt kind of comfortable, comfortably hid her identity enough that she was comfortable putting it out there. Right. Okay. But so she had been talking to this other guy for a few days and then she came like running in my room, my computer room. One day it was like, oh, so-and-so just sent me this picture. You got to come see this. And so I was like, okay. And I, I got up and I went and looked and there's this picture on her computer of this guy holding a ruler next to his cock and it's damn near 10 inch long penis. 
and she's like, I want this. <laughs> so it was like, okay. So she started talking with that guy and met up with him. They were, they didn't meet for coffee. They just went, met up on a hiking trail and we're going to go, go for a walk and, and get to know each other. I don't, I don't trust hiking dates. I don't know. I think I just watched too many datelines, but you know, you, that's just like someone's just waiting to push somebody off a cliff. Nobody comes back from those hiking trips. <laughs> well, it's, it's a very, it, it, like she said, it was a very populated. Oh, okay. Um, You're not like in the Grand Canyon. <laughs> no. Okay. It's, it's kind of a state park kind of thing. So she didn't want me to meet him at first. She just wanted me to drop her off and then meet him afterwards. And, and so I did. And, and afterwards, she was telling me how much fun she had. And I was like, well, you know, before before she went on it, I was like, well, you know, he's he's going to ask if you want to see it so that you know it's real. You know, it's 10 inch long penis. And she's like, yeah. And I was like, so you know he's going to whip it out. And I was like, yeah. And you know he's going to ask if you if you want to touch it. And she's like, yeah, I know. I know. And I was like, he'd probably ask if you want to do more than that, too. And she's like, oh, yeah, but I'll I'll make him wait until I decide if we want to meet him at the hotel or not. Mm-hmm. And so I said, OK, and then picked her up. And she said she had fun and, and that he did whip it out and that she did kind of basically she just kind of walked around the whole walking trail with holding him by his leash, as she called it, him grabbing her grabbing onto his cock and walking around the trail with it in his pants. But that's all she said happened. But then I, I came to realize checking their conversation history a little, a little later when I was checking the dating profile, that he said, Oh, I you know, I can't believe you made me come, uh, you know, when you suck my dick. <laughs> and so I was like, huh? Why so didn't she tell you? Was, she didn't want to tell me. I don't know why she didn't want to tell me, but she thought I would get mad. So she, she lied and, and hid that from me. And, and that caused some uh, arguments, but after the, you know, kind of the come to Jesus, I needed to know everything beforehand, not this afterwards bullshit that she, uh, she hasn't done that since, but yeah, that, that caused some problems, but then she met up, we met up with him. He, we invited him over to the house and, and they had, she had sex with him. This was the same week that she had sex with Kay. So the same week that she became a hot wife, she had sex with two guys in the same week. And you must love that and her too, maybe? Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, so that was that was great. So now, how long have you guys been doing this? Quick question, just before, because I don't know, like, you know, where are you in, you know, you, you're married 10 years, you started doing this way later, you know, is this something new that you did? Is it something that you did five years ago and you've had five years of stories or is this something that you've just done for a year, two years? Coming up at the beginning of September is, is the one year anniversary. of Okay, so it's there. very new. So it's, it's been a year and that's pretty much it. After that first time with the guy with the big dick, yeah. he didn't, he didn't come back for a second attempt. He just kind of ghosted and took off. But so her and Kay have been seeing each other, like I said, every two weeks or once a month up till about two months ago, maybe three months ago when he started coming up with excuses and she kind of broke things off with him and, she recently started hooking up with a new guy, uh, but he only lasted a couple times before he just actually ended things uh, with her yesterday. So, Oh, another guy, not the started, big dick guy on the hiking trip. Yeah, so that was her third, her third guy, and he just called things off. So we're back on, back on the dating profile again, looking for a replacement. 
Interesting. I mean, would you have ever imagined that day that you found out about her affair that so many years later, here you would be sharing her with other guys and enjoying it? No, I never would have thought in a million years that that would have been something that I found hot. And even though I, I did end up fantasizing about it for several years, it was something that I never in a million years thought that she would actually accept or want to try or be excited about. And let me ask you this. Were you ever also worried that maybe it's okay in fantasy, but if it really ever happened in front of me that you couldn't handle it, did you worry about that? Or did you feel like, oh, it's a fantasy. And if it really happened in reality, that would just like be awesome. Well, I'd like to, I'd like to think that I had a good grasp on what I was okay with. And so I was pretty confident that I was going to be okay with it. But yes, there there was that possibility that in the heat of the moment that I was going to suddenly say, okay, yeah, I, I can't take this. I don't want her to go through with that, which is, again, kind of why I had that kind of stipulation that that first time I wanted her to kind of double check with me before she actually had sex, that I was still okay with it and and didn't, in fact, change my mind or, or get totally jealous or or something mm-hmm. but I did kind of have a plan in the back of my mind anyways that I didn't really want to ruin her fun that even if it was just going to be a one and done you know hall pass kind of deal that you know if if I really hated it just try my best to close my eyes and, and let her you know have fun and not hold it against her kind of thing right but, but there was no there was nothing in that first scenario <laughs> that made you feel uncomfortable Right. Yeah. No, I, it went as good or better than I had <laughs> hoped. Right. When did you join that forum and start writing about it and getting involved over there? It was probably about a week or two after I caught her having phone sex in the living room. And after I had written that first story and kind of unloaded, you know, with, with the whole talk about my desire to share her. So I, I found the forum thereafter and, and kind of wrote out my story and was kind of prodding for advice or seeing if there's something I did wrong or that I could correct or something I could maybe do in the future to help move things in the right direction. And did you find that it was super, is it a great forum? Like, I mean, did you find that people were very helpful on there? Did you make friends? Yeah, I, I think it's a great forum. I, I'm pretty regular uh, writer on there now. And it's got a lot of different, you know, the lifestyle itself has got a lot of different aspects. So there's, you know, the hardcore kind of cuckolds that are into humiliation and, you know, caged and all that. And that's not really my thing. Mm-hmm. I don't, I don't mind, you know, I like the sharing and, and all that, but I don't really, you know, I don't want to be belittled. My self-esteem struggles enough. I don't want to be, you know, made fun of or anything like that. So yeah. I kind of stay away from that section, but there's Stag and Vixen, which is kind of the other end of the spectrum there. Which what is that? Could there. you define what that is, the difference is? Because I'm always confused. So, I mean, basically, like I said, it's kind of a spectrum with cuckold at one end where they're heavy into humiliation and being chastity caged and that sort of thing. And then the Stag Vixen is kind of, like I said, the other end of the spectrum where 
they don't like any humiliation. They maybe watch, maybe don't watch. Maybe the husband's not even there. He just knows about it. He might even have some females on the side that he's allowed to see. So it's kind of the more, I guess, in a word, masculine version of a cuckold. Yeah. Um, and, and so there's a kind of a section just for them. And then there's a big wannabe section, which I like to post in a lot. And kind of guys who are like, you know, I've had this fantasy for years. I, I really want to talk to my wife about it, but I don't know the best way to go about that. So uh, guys like me who have some experience try to try our best to offer some advice. And, and there's a lot of actual hot wives that join in and talk about their experiences. And there's a hot wife only section for just females to go and talk without the pervy guys interfering in their conversations. And so it's, it's a pretty good community. I mean, if you're into that sort of lifestyle. And your wife knows that you're on there. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. She knows I write about it. She reads some of my stuff sometimes, but she doesn't really get involved. Right. And she knows though that you post pics of her. Yeah. And I, I only post pics that she's kind of approved and none of them show her face or anything like that. And now she knows you're on the phone with me and she's going to listen to this episode. Oh yeah. If, if you decide to, to post it. And oh, I'm definitely that. posting it. <laughs> <laughs> definitely posting it. You know, my Patreon members get it first. I always like to give like anonymous pics of people. And since your wife knows if you want to send me one or two shots, anonymous, R-rated, nothing X-rated, you know, for my Patreon as well. That'd be great. I will also give a shout out though to your forum if you want and give your name, whatever that is. Again, I forget what it is. Yeah, Pufferfish. Yeah. I mean, I typically don't get pics of the wife from the guys because their wife doesn't know or anything and I won't post any pics from somebody that isn't, there's no consent there. But, you know, since your wife knows you're coming on and she's a part of this whole thing, if you could send me a pic or two for that, that'd be great. Yeah, no problem with that. All right. Awesome. So I will give a shout out to your blog. Why don't you give a shout out to it again? It's uh, ourhotwives.org. No, but you had a name or something. Like, how do you think they're going to fucking find you? Didn't you have a name? You something? Uh, my, my avatar is Pufferfish. Yeah. Oh, okay. Right. So that's how they find you if they want to read your story, correct? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. My story's my story's there and, and they can PM me or whatever if they have questions. Yeah, I'm no, I love... happy to offer advice and, and help people who are trying to learn because I, like I said, it's pretty much changed my life, so... And saved your marriage, maybe. I mean, listen, if yeah. you guys were still going on the way that you were, I hate to say it, but your wife would have probably maybe left you for somebody else. Yeah, <laughs> you know, that's, that's entirely possible. So Yeah, I mean, you changed things up, but she was still... It seemed like even though you changed the emotional fare went away and you kept, you know, you did all that work, there was still this thing where she, you know, because you caught her having phone sex with yeah. another guy. She um, wasn't getting what she physically needed, that's for sure. Yeah, it's interesting. So, yeah, I love this story. It's so, it's fascinating. I think that, were you the guy that gave me, because I'm like, I had a, an anonymous confession that came into my line about, you know, a gamer who caught his wife cheating with somebody in the game. Was that you? Yeah. Okay. I was like, yeah, because I know that I reached out to that person that I, listen, I get like hundreds emails in a week, you know, just on people that want to be on the show. So I was like, oh, this is that guy, the gamer guy. Because I remember when I heard the confession, I was like, oh, I want that on my show because it's something different and new. You know, I like the two shy yeah. people that 
are totally vanilla and have these issues that change. You know, it's a lot. It's very, the whole story is super interesting. Yeah, I, I just made a YouTube comment on one of your videos and you, you replied that I should call in. And so. I oh, you made decided. it on my, you didn't call in and leave it on my, on my phone. Oh, oh that's a different person. I feel like there's a different person. Yeah, but that's super. Yeah, I love the whole. I I just like the whole story. It's great. Thank you so much for calling in and sharing your story, Robert. It'll definitely be airing probably maybe next Wednesday or the Wednesday after, but it's definitely going up. So okay, get me great. that pick. Oh, I'm glad it, it was interesting. Yeah, very. I look forward to hearing it again. Yeah, wait until you hear it. Let me just tell you something that a lot of people don't understand. When you call into the show... You know, you're telling your story, you're in it, we're talking. Even for me, I experienced this. When I go back and edit it and i hearing it from the outside, it's always so much more interesting. You'll see. When you hear your story from the outside, you telling it, you'll be like, oh, that was better than I expected or that's even more interesting than I thought. You'll see. It happens to me all the time. So you'll love hearing your story. So will your wife. Thanks so much for calling in. Thank your wife for letting you share it. And thanks for sending me the pics. Get those to me sooner than later because it'll go up soon. Okay. Thank you. Thank you, Robert. Bye. Bye. Hey everyone. Thanks so much for tuning in to this week's episode. If you want to follow the show, follow me at Strict Anonymous on Instagram or Twitter. That's at Strict Anonymous. If you are on YouTube, make sure to subscribe. I love YouTube as a platform for my show because people comment there and I try to reply back to every single person who posts a comment. So even if you're not listening on YouTube and you want to talk about the show, go to my YouTube channel, subscribe, like, and share my videos. It's Strictly Anonymous Podcast. If you want to sign up for my Patreon, on my Patreon, you are not only supporting my show, but you will get these episodes early, ad-free, and you get to see anonymous pics of my guests. Most of the girls send in anonymous pics and some of the guys send in anonymous pics. So if you want to see anonymous pics of my guests as well as support my show and get these episodes early and ad-free, sign up for my Patreon, patreon.com slash strictly anonymous podcast. That's patreon.com slash strictly anonymous podcast. The link is also in the description below. Thanks so much for listening. Do you have a story, lifestyle, or situation you can't talk about to anyone, to anyone? Or do you just want to let your freak flag fly and be on the show? Well, Strictly Anonymous wants to hear from you. Send us an email, strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com with your story and your anonymous name. And remember, everything is Strictly Anonymous. Strictly Anonymous.